place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town I'm having trouble trying to sleep Aloha, comic book fans! Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 193, where we do a whole lot of recommending and some lovingly loving reviews of the best of the new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, January 23rd. And this particular podcast will leave you saying, please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joined by my trusty English sidekick co-host <laughs> Ian Yarrington the third how is it sir Ian <laughs> quite well thank you <laughs> cheerio pip pip yes. um, <laughs> and all those cereals I am your friendly neighborhood host Chris Latori. we hope you and yours are just doing good as always it's important please hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics podcast check out all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed and follow us on Instagram Twitter Facebook Xbox Live, YouTube, all in one place, all with one name, at Sunspots Comics. And where can the people find you, Ian? I'm on Twitter at Ian D. Arrington, and I do comic book reviews at comicbook.com. I actually just did a review of uh, Isnana the Were-Spider, the ballad of Rawhead and John Henry. Ooh, I'm going to definitely put my eyeballs on that, and that is at comicbook.com, folks. Booked, E-D. Check it out. Yes, sir. And I always start the show with some humble thank yous. Most importantly, of course, thank you to you, the listener. Thank you so much for listening and finding us here at the Sunspots Comics Podcast. We know there's a lot of podcasts to choose from, right, Ian? Yeah, there's a few. A few billion. So whether not this... Not as good as this one, though. Aw. I'll, I'll send you the money immediately. Um, yes. Checks in the mail. <laughs> checks in the mail. Whether this is your first time trying us out or you're one of our Sunspots Comics loyalists, seriously... Thank you for choosing the Sunspots Comics Podcast. We appreciate it. And thank you to my friend Nick Papa George. He's the dude that sings our fantastic Sunspots Comics theme song. Please check out his solo singing stuff on Facebook.com slash with a Z and his band Solution at Facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. If you love like a reggae kind of 311 islandy feel-good rock stuff with like some nice guitar riffs... And the, the heavenly pipes of Nick Papa George. You're gonna, you just got to check him out. You're going to love all the sounds of him and his band Solution. So please check them out. And thank you, Nick. And also thank you to our sponsor, Pop-Up Tea. Check out their super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have got it all and then 10% more. <laughs> but most importantly, don't forget to use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off on any shirt order, even the clearance stuff. So thank you, and please go check out popuptea.com. Now, you ready, Ian? I'm ready. Let's make a big old superhero landing. <laughs> Yowch. I think I broke it this time. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Any hardcore landings there. One too many, but it's worth it. Right into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue 193. Let's start out with some stuff that's been floating around inside of our nerdy brains. The first nugget of nerd lodged ever so deeply in our nerdy frontal lobes is a 
brand new comic book movie is available right now. That's right. You don't have to wait until Captain America March 8th. It's available right now. And it's called Polar. And it's available now on Netflix. Uh, the comic book was written and drawn by Victor Santos. What did you think of Polar initially? You and I both watched uh, at least half of the trailer. What did you think of the Netflix movie, comic book movie called Polar? I got this really hardcore uh, John Wick vibe from it. Yes. He's got the eye patch. He's like ready to go. I mean, visually it looked stunning. Mads Mikkelsen plays this old man, <laughs> top assassin, uh, named Kaiser Black. What did you think of some of the visuals of, of Polar? Oh, the visuals are what were, you know, right off the right off the bat were striking. I was like, okay, it's, it's at least going to be visually compelling, which, you know, ironically fits perfect with the comic, visually compelling. And it didn't have like a low budget feel. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked like they spent some money. There's a lot of, uh, you know, guns and... Lots of stuff, yeah. What's the goodness? Yeah, I like the actor Mads Mikkelsen, too. You know, from like Rogue One and everything else he's done. He's a bunch of stuff. He's in almost everything. Um, yeah, from... he's a jack-of-all-trades type guy, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, even Doctor Strange, right? He was great in that, too. Yeah, definitely. So so Mr. Kaiser Black, played by Mads Mikkelsen, is, uh, he tries to retire from this uh, assassin firm that he worked for. Um, but they have him marked as a liability, and they send like an armada of young assassins to try to officially retire him. Uh, that's the quick gist. And uh, the Polar comic book, by the way, it was beautifully done in this Frank Miller-esque style. Would you agree, Ian? Yeah, the black on white with uh, very little color, but the, well, what was it, orange? They used a lot of orange. Yes, all pretty much the whole thing is like black and white and orange silhouettes, which I yeah. love that look, right? It looked very cool, very stylistic. Yeah, yeah, it had a, it has a distinct feel to it. I like it, though. And there's almost zero dialogue in the entire series. I, I remember enjoying it when I read it in 2012. And I actually read it when it, it, they actually issued it on paper because it, it wasn't a, originally it was a webcomic online. I didn't read it like that. I actually read it on, on paper. But uh, very cool looking comic, I thought. Just very silhouetted and uh, very brutal and violent and uh, a lot of blood and action and gun action and car chases. Um, I haven't actually seen the Netflix movie Polar yet. But uh, I'm excited too. What are your What are your thoughts, Ian? You ready to see this? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, and I didn't even know about it until you told me about it. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, I have seen some uh, articles uh, rolling around online too about that. It's a real departure from the comic, uh, but it's the essence is still kind of there. You know, he's an, an assassin uh, that that they're going after him, etc. But there's a lot of a uh, sort of departures from the comic, which is is fine. That that happens in movies, right? But uh, yeah, and I imagine it's probably mostly plot based because you can't really screw with the formula of you know uh head assassin kills a bunch of people <laughs> yes but if you're getting that itch for a comic book movie and you you're march 8th for captain marvel seems so far away go check out polar on netflix ian and i both are going to watch it and then we'll probably give a review uh, a spoiler ish review on the next podcast and give you our thoughts but check out the comic as well polar fantastic easy read there's like three volumes but because there's no dialogue and it's just beautiful silhouettes you can bust through it like very very quickly so i do recommend the comic book polar uh, as well as checking out the netflix film available now uh starring mads mickelson so check it out that's the first thing rolling around inside of our nerdy brains the next 
Negative Nerd lodged up in there that's just lodged really good. Uh, for me, is the Pasadena Comic Convention and Toy Show is tomorrow, January 27th, Sunday. I'll be attending. I'll be there all day. Uh, say hello if you see me. I'll probably be wearing my Aftershock Comics black t-shirt. Um, but they've packed so much. They've just got a ton of things planned in this little mini one-day Comic-Con. Uh, tickets are still available for 10 bucks. I mean, that's a bargain, right, Ian? How often do you see cons for $10? Yeah, not very often. Yeah, almost at all. It's rare. It's a unicorn. Uh, but yeah, go d- <laughs> usually like twenty or more, right? I mean, at least, right? And then on up, like San Diego, I think is like four thousand dollars a day or something. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a minute. <laughs> it's, it's all, it feels like that. But anyway, um, for more information, go to Pasadena Comic and Toy Show dot com. And there, like I said, still tickets available if you're in that area. Uh, for 10 bucks, and they've really packed a lot. Go to the site and see the lineup. It's uh, pretty impressive. I was pretty pretty glad to see such a, a packed schedule. So I'll be there all day long, and I'll, I'm sure I'll be reporting on it on the next Sunspots Comics podcast. And the last thing uh, before I go, Ian, do you have anything uh, else floating around your brain? Because i got one left. No, I don't. Hmm, I'll move forward then. Yeah. The last thing floating around inside of my nerd brain is I'm actually creating my very own comic book. It's called Zombie Destroyers. And I created the thing inside of my brain. I do the writing on it and the lettering. And I wanted to give a shout out to the team, Zombie Destroyers team, starting with art, beautiful, gorgeous art by Jordan Hudson. Check out his Instagram at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. And check out our colorist, uh, Caroline Nalasco. She is at Carol N. Art. Pretty sweet team, right, Ian? Yeah, definitely. And I think I said this before, but man, Skablad is probably the coolest handle ever. <laughs> yeah, it sticks in my head, too. Uh, yeah. It's a good name. i got to ask him again what it means. I've forgotten. But uh, to get a glimpse of what my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, looks like, just head on over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. It's that easy. You'll see three glorious, beautiful colored sample pages from art by Mr. Jordan Hudson. So check it out. It's called Zombie Destroyers. Next is a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. Spotlighting is the interview part of the Sunspots Comics podcast where we share some great conversations with some amazing comic book creators. For example, check out the Spotlighting interview that I'm super proud of. It's the interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. He's an artist of this comic book that both Ian and I love through Dark Horse called Vinegar Teeth. What can you tell the folks about Vinegar Teeth? Oh, man, it's one of the coolest uh, visually, uh, like, just weird, <laughs> just weirdest. Uh, Vinegar Teeth himself is just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And, uh, yeah, it's just really a fun read. Yeah, it's very strange, right? It's just this gelatinous, goopy, like, detective in this weird, like, in the in the late 20s or something. It's just weird, describes it perfectly. And he even did a movie, Troy Nixie directed a film that was written by Guillermo del Toro. It's called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Uh, which I just, I really enjoyed the movie, and I don't say that a lot about horror movies, because uh, I prefer my horror in comic book form. But we talk about that and so much more. Troy Nixie and I, it's great. It's on the podcast feed. Just go check it out. Look for Troy Nixie. And also, big announcement right now. I'm so excited. On February 1st, Friday, February 1st, I'm going to be talking to Daniel Warren Johnson of Extremity and Murder Falcon from Image Comics. Uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be right here on the Sunspots Comics podcast. What do you think, Ian? Isn't that pretty cool? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to hold back my fanboyisms here and like not squeal like a little girl because, my <laughs> God, it's so cool. No, go ahead and squeal. It's fine. You can do it. No. 
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but man, oh man, I'm so excited to have Daniel Warren Johnson on the podcast to have a nice chat with him. He's seriously a comic book creator that I highly respect. And Ian and I both have picked Murder Falcon of Image Comics as our top 2018 fantasy pick. It won the Sunspot Award for Best Fantasy Comic Book. And I think it's going to be a contender this year, right? Murder Falcon? Oh, easily. And like... Uh... If you're listening, Daniel, man, you hit me in the feels with that book every time. It's just so well-written, so uh, beautifully illustrated. So, yeah, love yeah, it. I can't wait. It's a big announcement, February 1st. So the podcast, uh, right after that, that following Saturday or Sunday, I'll record a conversation with myself and Daniel Warren Johnson of Extremity and Murder Falcon. That's right, the creator I can't wait, but I just wanted to announce that quickly. And there are more interviews coming. I'm trying to work some out right now. Uh, there's a bunch of spotlighting interviews also on the feed already with some amazing comic book creators. you got to go check that out. And if you work in comics or you're trying to break into the comic book industry like myself, let's have a chat about comic books. It's so much fun. We can also maybe help you and get the word out on your comic book. So just send me a message and a review copy of your comic book to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Or message me, of course, at sunspotscomics so we can set that up. So now, on to the heart and soul, the centerpiece, the main event of the Sunspots Comics podcast. Which is where our comic book recommendations, where we are about to share with you our favorite picks of the new comic books that just came out on New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, January 23rd. So we do little spoiler-ish warning here because, uh, you know, we hate spoilers and uh, we don't want to ruin anything for you. We just we're really looking to inspire you to go buy these books and, you know, support your local comic shop. And we talk about, you know, most of the interesting points and we kind of go over a little bit of it, but not, you know, anything major plot point or anything like that. Yes, and don't worry about the cliffhangers. We never touch those, but just in case. Yeah, yeah, you've, definitely. Yeah, you've been spoilerish warned. And before we get into the top comic books, let's announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week, Ian and I pick what we believe to be the best comic book art of the week. you got to put your eyeballs on these immediately. You will be so happy that you did. And this week, Ian and I actually made the same picks for artist winner and cover artist winner of the week, which is very cool when that actually happens. We are like-minded clones you and i ian <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes anyway um our cover artist winner and artist winner of the week is Derek robertson of oliver issue number one from image comics and man oh please follow him by the way on Derek wr and he spells his name d-a-r-i-c-k w-r and by the way um you uh, you nailed it when you described this cover as just being polished and pretty. I thought that laid it out really well. Let's start with the cover and talk about that. What did you think of it, Ian? I definitely got the olive, excuse me, <clears throat> the Oliver feel from it. You know, with the kid on the very front cover. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I want some more. <laughs> I see. Which a cheerio. Well, go yeah. on. But yeah, he just—he uh, looks like a you know a homeless uh, a homeless little scamp, <laughs> right? A tramp of sorts. Yes. Um, I don't know what he's doing though. Is he flying? I don't really understand that. But it's just very well done, and uh, it looks beautiful. He's making a tall leap uh, in a single bound, I think. Maybe. maybe yeah. But the birds in the background and stuff lead me to believe maybe he's flying. I'm not really sure exactly, but it, it definitely piques my interest. Yeah, I look it's at it, I'm, I'm like, you know, what's going on with this, you know? 
I love the brown tones. That just seems like the whole thing is kind of brownish with a little smidge of sky. It's very London, feel like. Yeah, the brick, uh, you know, the brick buildings in the back, a little bit of the smokestack feel, you know. Right, we're just missing Dick Van Dyke there with the, yeah. you know, his hat and the this chimney sweeper <laughs> and his bad English accent. Yeah, hey, I'm on Mary Poppins. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Um, but man, I love it. It's it's um, just the symmetry of it as well, like how the buildings just kind of pair his his launch pad, if you will, perfectly. Yep. And and then yes, the when doves cry, uh, birds are kind of flying up, <laughs> very Prince video like. It seems like they're you know, but yeah, he's a very shabby young mate uh, floating through the air. <laughs> and, yeah, I really uh, enjoyed the background colors too. Yeah, like I said that the sky and the you know the uh, light. The light bluish color that kind of leads into the orangish color, you know. Yes, lovely coloring and great amount of detail from Derek Robertson. It's just very clean lines, right? Just very pretty. Yeah, very polished. And uh, let's talk about the interiors now of Oliver, issue number one, drawn by our artist winner and cover artist winner of the week, Derek Robertson. Uh, man, I loved, I mean, I loved the cover, but I loved, loved these interiors even more. Yeah, there's a they have a good vibe to them, you know, like the um, the scary, creepy, post-apocalyptic vibe that this book has. Yes, shines through immediately in the first few pages. Yes, the opening sequence is just gorgeous, right? Very dirty and showing this this apocalyptic Britain just destroyed, and there's tons of detail you can just chew on here, just from like old tires in the street, and if you look closely, every now and then there's just bones strewn across the floor. So they're yeah. really doing a great job of, of setting the stage really quickly with all this amazing, beautiful detail. You agree? Oh, definitely. And uh, not just uh, not just like bones and stuff, but like, uh, I guess, like mortar shell holes and stuff like this. Just like war-torn, like uh, really yes. ugly, horrible war landscape. It's done very good. Yes, tons and tons of detail here, folks. Uh, Derek... Robertson really took his time and put a lot of lines on every single page. I even love that it looks like there's no electricity, so there seems to be always a an attention to light, oh. a, a, like a single light source from the sun or moon or candlelit when it's very intimate, right? Yeah, yeah, fires or something, yeah. Yeah, I love it. It looks very natural in its lighting, but... Uh, Tons of detail here. Some great paneling work. Just, I love the. There's times where there's a lot of busy panels and very small uh, art, but the art is still very detailed. And then you'll get some of the like where he's standing on the edge of that old kind of broken down building in Britain, like overlooking, giving you kind of the layout of this destroyed town of wherever they are in 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 Britain somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah. London. Yeah, London, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so much detail. I also uh, small attention to detail that Derek Robertson did really, really well was there are scars, there are imperfections on uh, people's faces to kind of tell the difference, right? Different scars in different places. Yeah, because uh, they're all kind of similar looking, so they had they had to do something to distinguish them. And um, yeah, one of the guys in particular, I don't know if it was like a burn or what, but uh, that guy, I can't imagine what kind of detail it takes to get that guy scarring. Yes, perfect like he does. There's like an Adam. I mean, there's a guy like three, four panels a page. You know, yeah, so many panels in a lot of these with all great yeah. detail. They don't fuzz any. There's the guy with the adamantium, um, you know, s- scratch on his face too, <laughs> like yeah. Wolverine's 
three you know adamantium claws striking across the left side of his face <laughs> yeah but at least you go hey i recognize him and that's a nice little thing that when you're reading comics where you don't have to go who is that again is that him or is that her or is she or is that you know if you don't have to do that it just makes it flow way better and derek robertson definitely did that with scars and facial details right yeah yeah brilliant yeah, there's a guy with an ear missing, there's a guy with an arm missing, there's a guy with an eye patch. It just seems he to... He say eye patch, arr. <laughs> yeah, arr. He's, he's not a pirate, but that's what we think of when we see an eye patch. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, just gorgeous stuff, highly detailed. Go put your eyeballs on this, you guys. Uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. That is Oliver, issue number one from Image Comics. Our artist winner and cover artist winner of the week with Mr. Derek Robertson. Again, follow him on everything, on all his social media. At Derek, D-A-R-I-C-K-W-R. Beautiful stuff, right, Ian? Yeah, very beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you very much for Oliver number one. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. And the breakdown. Uh, this week, I actually read 19 comics on my pull list. How many did you have? Oh, man, I thought I had more, but I only had like uh, 12 this week. Nice. I beat you by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, only three of them, three comics, made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's right, folks. It's tough. To make it to our list, we go through a lot of checks and balances and such. Uh, and new number ones. I had seven this week. I really tried some new number ones this week. How many did you have? Yeah, I only looked at two. or Well, I looked at three, but uh, I only bought two. Nice. Well, of the seven I read, only one of them, uh, which we happen to agree on, made it to the top pick list. So, yeah, those new number ones got to pack an extra punch. They got to be great or they won't make it to the Sunspots Comics list. So make sure, by the way, when we read off what this new number one is uh, we're about to discuss, uh, get it so you can just be in on the fun from the very start. Right, Ian? Yeah, that's uh, usually the best way. That's how I like to roll, personally. Yeah, you just feel like you're you're invested more and you're right there from the beginning. So pay attention when we talk about new number ones. Uh, so here we go. This is our top comic book recommendations. This is our list of what we consider to be the best of the new comic books that just came out for New Comic Book Day, January 23rd. We strongly, strongly recommend you go and buy these at your local comic book shop today. What local comic book shop do you support in the Washington area, Ian? I go to Stargazers in Tacoma, Washington. It is uh, the best shop ever. They got all kinds of stuff other than comics, but of course they have tons of comics and trades and uh Two of the coolest guys you'll ever meet behind the counter. They're uh, helpful, um, friendly. They take their time. They actually really care about, uh, you know, they care about comics. They care about you. They care about, uh, you know, making sure that you get get what you need and have a fun experience. And uh, Jeremy and Damien, great guys. That's cool. Yeah, I loved uh, when I visited that shop and met you there that day. They're just very inviting and a very comic-centric store as well. So check out Stargazers, folks. It's good stuff. Yeah, fun place. And I support Comic Madness in Ontario, California. Uh, Hello to Lee and manager Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, by the way, is currently working on a variant cover of my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, issue number one. And he's working on it as we speak. I just can't wait to see it all finished. Uh, thank you, by the way, Jeremy, uh, just for not only your patronage and your support and your the way we have these great conversations about comics, but uh, thank you for making a Zombie Destroyers issue number one uh, variant cover. I can't wait to see it. But uh, please follow him on his social media. He's a great artist at Skeleton King, Skeleton King 82. And uh, please support your local comic book shops, folks, today. Um, they need your help. And we guarantee you, you go into a comic book shop, there's a little something for everyone, right? 
Oh, you bet, man. Uh, anything you want. I mean, you can go all the way back to the Silver Age. You guarantee they'll have stuff in that, you know, trade or something in that genre. But, uh, yeah, just go in, man. Trust me, it's a wonderland. Exactamundo, my friend. So here we go. There were three great comic books this week that we're about to recommend. So here we go. Coming in at number three is Regression, issue number 15. This is from Image Comics. This is written by master writer Cullen Bunn and fantastic artist Danny Luckert. I had the pleasure of having Danny Luckert on a past Sunspots Comics podcast in our spotlighting section. So go back in the feed if you want to hear just a, a really fun Pleasant conversation with Danny Luckert and myself. It's there on the feed. But, man, as always, fantastic art from Danny Luckert in this. Right, Ian? Yeah, he's very, very consistent. This book has been consistently good. Yeah, it's uh, this is it. This is the series finale. It is a, a hard finale here as well. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, kind of. I, I didn't expect it to end. So when it, when it came to the end, I was like, oh. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, a little jarring, and uh, and like I said, a, a pretty hard ending. Not not a lot of openings there for interpretation, uh, for yeah. the most part. But um, by the way, Regression is a Sunspot Award nominee for Best Horror Comic Book of 2018. It's that good. It made the list. It's been a top pick a bunch of times. Um, and check out our Best of 2018 show, by the way, on the feed if you want to hear all of our Best of 2018 picks. It's available now. But um, I just really enjoyed this disgusting at <laughs> times twisted horror and i rarely ever say those words <laughs> wouldn't you agree though ultimately the story is very dark very twisted and very scary yeah i um the, <clears throat> the only thing to me that i don't like is the bugs i'm not big <laughs> on bugs <laughs> but other than that the whole premise of it the whole idea behind it and uh you know the the regression part of it um Trust me, folks. You want to go take a look at this because it's it's uh, it's scary. <laughs> it's very scary. And you know, I I don't have the thing with bugs, but what I do is like I, I, when you see like bugs crawling on scars or in your nose and in your mouth, they seem to find a way to just make it extra disgusting. I'm not really wigged out by bugs, but when you see them crawling on scars, right, or in your in orifests, yeah, yeah, just nothing. <laughs> yeah, my mouth, I think, is the big one. Yeah. Oh, so, thanks. That's just gross. Yeah, they found a way not to just showcase bugs, but to really kind of get under your skin, literally, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think for me, what makes this so good is the uh, the psychological aspect of it. Yes. And that's why I like Cullen Bunn as a horror writer. Is he? He's not a. You know, I like to call it like the jump scare where you just uh, kind of wait for somebody to jump out and be like, ah, right. Um, that's <laughs> Which not is... him. He's very psychological and he, he gets your mind going too. Yes. Give the people like a quick gist of regression. How would you, how would you elevator pitch it? Um, I would probably say, uh, you know, a guy ha that has um, recurring problems, find out that he's, you know, got a past life that's catching up with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, he also there's like this uh, cult of people that are constantly uh, sort of reincarnating to do bad stuff. Not like reincarnating for fun, like, hey, let's go to a beach party. No, it's like reincarnating <laughs> to like murder people. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's somehow a part of it and was very interwoven into it. So, uh, yeah, read to find out why. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I honestly love the time jump that happens here at the end of issue 14. Uh, without giving too many details, I I like the way they incorporated it because when I when you see a time jump at first you kind of go oh, okay what's you know here we go, 
Um, maybe it carries a smidge of a of a negative, uh, you know, aura to it, but not with this time jump, right? Yeah, not at all. Um, everything everything that happens is all part of the like the very intricate plot, which which I was saying is to me is like like that's what makes it good, you know, is that it's not one of those generic uh, horror type ideas. This has you know a very deep interwoven plot that. Yeah, it's, it spans through centuries, and he takes you back and forth into and how they all connect and stuff. It's, yeah, uh, Colin Bunn, hats off, man. Very good writing. Yes, I love, love, love also. I'm just going to have to act it out because there's no way to really how to describe this. But I love that it didn't come down to or boil down to this this in some sort of kind of tired, um, like, oh, Adrian, I know you're in there. Come back to us, man. You have the power. You know, it's in you. Just choose to be with us. You're in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason that happens a lot. <laughs> no better way to put it, right? But it just that they're in there, but they won't come out and come to us sort of thing. It didn't happen anyway. And I, I really appreciate that. He, he twisted this very kind of intense, bizarre ending, right? Felt very satisfying as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, satisfying, I think, is the best way to put it. It just it left me... It left me okay with, you know, putting it down and being like, okay, so that's it. Like, that's good. I can, I can take that. It's not, it didn't leave any doors open. It didn't leave me wanting any more, you know. So, yeah, I thought it was a good ending. Yeah, or any kind of an ending open to interpretation. Well, you might think of it this way and that way. No, it's pretty cut and dry. So thank you, uh, Cullen Bunn, for being uh, close to our age or what whatnot and, and making a very linear story that had like a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, so, <laughs> in 15 issues. So I get it, guys. Check out Regression. It's phenomenal. Great team too. No, no changes in art. Danny Luckard all the way through. Colin Bunn all the way through, uh, with Marie Anger on colors, which are gorgeous. His art is phenomenal. Uh, again, check out Danny Luckert and I talking uh, on the feed on a spotlighting interview. Fantastic stuff. But check out Regression from Image Comics. It's fantastic. And uh, coming in at number two is Hardcore, issue number two. This is from Image Comics, written by Andy Diggle, and some great art from Alessandro Vitti, and the colors by Adriano Lucas. And man, uh, this is just non-stop, action-packed from start to finish, right? Yeah, um, you know what's funny about this one is, I know the 90s is kind of a controversial time for a lot of folks, but you know a lot of folks love the 90s stuff, and I feel like this is a real, like... A real honest kickback to the 90s era. Yeah, it's kind of a love letter to the 90s. I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree with yeah, that. a little bit. Well, it makes sense, too, with Mark Silvestri on, uh, you know, penning a little bit of it, or at least coming up with the idea, I think. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I you, can, you can definitely feel the essence of the 90s in here. And it's not set in the 90s. It's supposed to be modern day, but it does have that feel of 90s comic style. I got, I got what you're putting down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love it though. Uh, the art is just fantastic, Mister. Uh, Alessandro yeah, Vitti. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Alessandro Vitti. Um, but maybe one of the best car chase scenes in a comic book that I've ever seen, or at least ever oh, seen in a yeah. really long time, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I struggled to think of a better car chase scene. Yeah, and it's a beautiful Lamborghini, and and even in the bonus content, Mister Alessandro Vitti. I'm so sorry. Um, talks about like his process 
of actually going to see a physical Lamborghini and and in person and drawing you know some elements of the car itself and then he went to like sort of actual places and bridges and whatnot and and drew from actual things and I think that really works in this comic and gives it just this extra real feel to hardcore wouldn't you say yeah definitely the only problem and this is you know pretty nitpicky is there's no way this car could handle that much uh <laughs> you know that much action yeah well he did a uh, quick mention you can almost miss that you know he was really hoping it was armor plated and bulletproof so because of the guy was kind of paranoid so maybe we have to kind of yeah expect yeah. that it is because yeah you're right the this Lamborghini would not hold up. But in our dreams, in our mind, we don't want that kind of car to be damaged at all. We want it to be just magical, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and also, you know, in our dreams, it can it can fly over bridges and whatnot, too. <laughs> yeah, and still drive away perfectly. I mean, <laughs> you know. You do 40-foot jumps, no problem. Yes. I mean, definitely in the, in the it felt like Fast and Furious. The cars don't, they're, they're fine. Uh, kind of meets. Oh, totally. That's a good comparison. Fast, definitely a Fast and Furious feel. Yes, kind of infused with some Mission Impossible and maybe like a, a weird dash of inner space. Remember that movie with Dennis Quaid and Martin Short? It's an old <laughs> yeah. movie, but where they, you know, they jump into someone's body and they kind of control it. That's the sort of the premise of hardcore. By the way, is that you can hijack a person and control them remotely. And that just it just rings of that old movie Inner Space. Check it out, folks, and Google it. It's a good fun time. But uh, <laughs> but hardcore. Uh, it's a thrill ride. A minute. I absolutely love it. We both uh, really give it the highest of recommendation. Hardcore, right? Good stuff. Oh yeah, very fun. Very fun. I'm loving it. I I look forward to seeing it every time it comes and it's on the pull list. I'm like, yes, hardcore. <laughs> Uh, but here we go now, on to the number one top comic book pick of the week. The Jedi Master, the King, the Supreme Leader. The number one top comic book pick of the week is Oliver. Issue number one. This is our cover artist winner and artist winner of the week from Mr. Derek Robertson. And this is uh, written by, last name, uh, Witta, Gary Witta. And I'm not familiar with his stuff, but uh, I'm a fan now. What do you think of Gary's writing? Uh, you know uh, the the human aspect of these characters that he has. Um, I believe they're clones. Uh, the the guys that we were talking about previously that have uh, scars and stuff to distinguish them. I believe yep. that they're all they're all clones. And yeah, he writes the humanity really well in those in those guys. You know, right? They remind me of like episode one, uh, the clones that are created in the Republic army. And yet they have, uh, they're intelligent and they can carry conversations. I just feel like there's code words that activate them or something, right? They, they just seem to, to definitely have a, you know, a, a sort of set intelligence that where something can happen from a, a from a sound or a, a, a secret password, like they'll jump into action. But, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. They have the soldier vibe for sure. Uh, scary looking some of them but <laughs> scary looking they all have a, they all have kind of the same look but you know differentiated with scars and missing limbs and ears whatnot and just fire on one side of the face but i love that it's so easy to tell them apart but i absolutely love this oliver twist <laughs> um <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to say that one <laughs> um, <laughs> i was holding it yeah it just was like it made me laugh every time i I thought of it, um, but I really enjoyed the premise, right? We, I, I love this opening sequence where this person's walking through this apocalyptic, destroyed, like you said, uh, with, you know, potholes and bombs of Britain, 
and uh, what's barely left of it, right? And they, they really set a grand scope and a very epic feel right from the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, epic. It screams epic right at the beginning. Like, the very first page has a skull, uh, like, as one of the panels. It's just, a like, off the road or something. It's just this skull, like, chilling. Like, yeah, epic is... is it hits the epic note right off the bat. And like even a small note to, I think, laying down that it's English, right, or set in Britain, because the skull has a pocket watch next to it. You know, it just seems like, I don't right. know, a very English <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> All it was missing was like a broken monocle, you know, kind of next to it. If that would have just tied it in perfectly to say, it's British. <laughs> it's all British. But, um, and then they, this is the only kind of reveal we'll discuss. So, again, semi spoiler alert. And we find out this this person walking through this apocalyptic land of Britain is a pregnant woman that like is actually in labor, and she finds this camp of clone-ish looking men, and uh, you can tell they've just clearly never seen a baby before, right? Yeah, I don't think they've ever seen a woman before, honestly. But... <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I do like that Mr. Gary Witta kind of completely explains this world and what has happened right there's not just the again open to interpretation there's the apocalypse we don't know what happened there's a conversation that goes on here that tells you what happened to the world yeah and it's done through exposition so it's um it's engaging it's not uh it's not like an information dump it's like oh here you know uh here oliver sit down let me tell you about you know the world we live in Yes. Yeah, I agree, man. Well said. And and, and also done with uh, very minimal dialogue. It's not just an overly wordy comic. I would say it's in the middle area, right? And I wouldn't say heavy or light. It's just kind of perfectly uh, dialogued. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, like I said, it's it's done during the, you know, during a conversation. So it's it, it keeps you engaged either way. But yeah, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't overdo it. It's a perfect amount. It's like, hey... Here's uh you know here's a little preview of <laughs> of this crazy world that we live in but uh yeah it's done really well I, I enjoyed the writing and the um the overall storyline yes and there's some hard punches thrown here right like what happens to the mother and what happens to the child uh, as it grows very quickly by the way you notice that like it was like three years later but the kid looked twelve you know yeah I did notice that I noticed a lot of things that I'm like. I'm like, okay, now I want issue two because I want to see where this goes. Yes, I'm so pumped for issue number two. So I, I hope we at least get it uh, you know, on time in, in four weeks because, Oliver, issue number one was fantastic. I added it to my pull list. Uh, did you add it to yours? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a must-get. Oliver, issue number one from Image Comics, written by Gary Witta and cover artist and artist winner of the week with Mr. Derek Robertson. Check it out, guys. It's the full package. It's our... It won cover, it won art, and it won the number one pick of the week. That's a, the triple threat. That rarely happens, right? Yeah, yeah, rarely, but hey, it's definitely worth it. Yes, very worthy winner. So those are our new comic book recommendations this week for New Comic Book Day, January 23rd. Let me lock the vault door. Those comic books are all safe now. Uh, please go to your local comic book shop and buy these immediately, right, Ian? Yeah, Absolutely. And if you have any questions, comments, or you want your own personal comic book recommendation from either one of us, email us directly. I'm Chris at sunspotscomics.com. I am E-B-O-M-B-S at Gmail. It's E-Bombs at Gmail. E-Bombs. And if you want to see the Sunspots Comics universe just encapsulated in one place with all of our favorite picks of the week since we started the podcast 
in May of 2015, go over and look at sunspotscomics.com. Just click on pull list. You'll see that I recently updated my pull list and I'm reading 90 comics currently. What do you think you're reading? Oh, yeah, at least that. Maybe more, maybe closer to 100-something. I, I would know for sure the the full number, but you know how, like, a short miniseries and stuff? I I just haven't cleaned all those out yet. Yeah, you got to take regression out, et cetera, because it's yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. I haven't done that yet. You'll do it. And also click on Top Comic Book Picks of the Week to see all the past top comic book picks. They're all there, all on this lovely little website that I update every week. I'm very proud of it. Check out sunspotscomics.com. And hey, do you want some uh, free comic books? Well, I think I do. Who yeah, doesn't? of course. Right. Well, check this out. On Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 191, you and I gave away Conan the Barbarian, issue number one. Remember how awesome that was? Oh, yeah. That, made it, that was a top pick, too. It was the top pick. And from time to time, it's just a thank you to you, the listener. We give away free Marvel Digital Comic Book Codes on Sunspots Comics Podcast. All you got to do, uh, there's a bunch still that are unclaimed. Uh, just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts that are on our feed. Grab the Marvel Digital Code that I usually read somewhere in the beginning part of each podcast. Then go to marvel.com slash redeem, punch in the code, and see if you won. It's that easy. And thank you for listening, by the way. So go get them and good luck. And also thank you to our sponsor, Cryptid Zoo. My buddy Julian hand makes these awesome augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. Just use your HP Reveal app and your smartphone and every Cryptid Zoo t-shirt will come to life with this little video presentation. You gotta see it. It's awesome. Most importantly, go to cryptidzoo.com and use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of your order. That's right. Go check out cryptidzoo.com. And please tune in next week. Ian and I will be back for issue number 194 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. We're on my pull list. I'm going to be reading 18 new comic books. How many do you have? I think I have about 17 or 18 too, so nice. we're right on par there. I'm not good at math, but that's like 57 comics that are coming out that we're going to read for new comic book day, January 30th. <laughs> and uh, new number ones. Uh, for me, I've got four next week. How many do you have? Uh, I think three. Three. So once again, adding those all up, that's like 94 comics that you and I are reading. And uh, But don't forget, our Sunspots Comics Podcast Pledge. We will read all 114 comics and only tell you about the greatest of them, the greatest of the brand new comic books, so you can save some time and save some money. So please help us out by telling a nerdy loved one about the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes with a few positive words. We'd really appreciate it. And if you do so... I'll actually give you a shout-out on a future podcast, and I will mail you a comic book prize pack. It's just a little kind of thank you and token of our appreciation here. And by the way, every uh, person, every link, every website we discussed are on the podcast notes. Very robust podcast notes that I'm very proud of, so make sure you check those out and click on it. And thank you just very much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I hope you had a great time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely, I want to say thank you to you, Chris, and also everybody listening. Thanks for, you know, bringing me into the family. It's been amazing. Folding you in. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And uh, now, let's all go spend some quality time with the ones that we love by reading some comic books together. Be water, my friends. To be continued.
hero saves the girl somehow Comics now. A Ricky the Dragon Steamboat prefers to eat a Ricky Ticky Tavi. <laughs> <laughs>